Hey everybody! Welcome to a no. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be really good. Ah, uh, welcome to a new episode of Pillow Fort Pub, the Conpat the the podcast. No, the Conpass. I'm sticking to it. It's a Conpass. You just got all over me before we started recording about this. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in and say the only reason Flux is doing this is because we just just. 30 seconds ago had a conversation about how we were not going to screw up. But now <laughs> we got to leave it in. We're professionals, we you guys. In. This is totally cool. All right. Let's try it again. It's round two. Here we go. Okay. Welcome to Pillow Fork Pub. <laughs> I am your host, Flux. Uh, joined by my cohort, Hazy. <laughs> Hello. And uh, today we have a guest with us who you all know and love. It's Renezuo. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Sup, sluts. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, Ren, right off the bat, congratulations! You have a new, uh, a new addition to the family. Thank you, thank you. It was a uh, an ordeal, but now it is finally over. <laughs> no, it's not. You got eighteen more years of that. <laughs> oh, please! <laughs> <laughs> no, please! I have a wound there. <laughs> Oh man! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's some oh, existential dread right there. But right now, she mostly just uh, uh, sleeps, eats, and poops. So I mean, that's that's the good period, and uh, she's pretty quiet, actually, quieter than the other two everywhere. So maybe that's a sign of things to come. Good. Open. Yeah. <laughs> I know your middle one gave you a lot of trouble. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's because she's oh, yeah. the middle child. Yeah. Every day. She knew she was going to be a middle child before she was the middle child. She, she knew before we did because she, she is a handful. I, yeah, we, <laughs> I won't go into the, the intricacies of that because I could go all day about how much my middle child is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... <laughs> Are we going to launch? Are we going right into it? Yeah, or... let's let's go right into it. Okay, so we were talking off off podcast earlier. Uh, Ren brought this up, and it's a really good point. All three of us have. Wait a uh, minute! Co- hey, this is not. No, no, we're supposed to talk about Ren some more, not just his kid. <laughs> <laughs> what no, it's, the hell? I okay. asked if you want to launch into it. You're like, yeah, go for it. In. Here we I'll go. Start off. Launch into the freaking talking about the guest not <laughs> i'm sorry i mean Ren everyone's been knows. here before they everyone knows sorry, dad we're trying to have a, a we're trying to do it right this time but the pressure is real <laughs> we'll never do it right <laughs> as soon as we knew that one of our parents was watching we just started screwing up it's just like... fucking up it's like recital night and you get up there <laughs> exactly. and you're like it's it's middle school all over again. I'm sorry, father. Please love me, I have father. shamed you. <laughs> you bring shame to this family. Well, I, I think we can get right into the main topic, and if I start, it counts as talking about me, right? Yes. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, you don't uh-huh. want to talk about like your site. I mean, you never have been on the podcast since you set that thing up for free access, right? Well, that's yeah, that's true. Um, it is uh, now technically not part of uh all the other it's not basically wired into all the tier two stuff it's its own uh free free floating thing right now 
Hmm. Um, there's no um, the paywall or anything like that. Anything that I've monetized, you know, I put over on uh, Patreon. Um, I kind of like it better because a lot of the cooler stuff that I enjoyed doing was behind the paywall and no one ever mm. saw it. Yeah. So I was, I was like, oh yeah, I did this thing and I made this other thing and I had this page for, you know, these characters and I set up this whole thing. Like I, each character has their own page because I got the idea from Cyber Unique actually, because he does that. Yeah. Um, and Part I was like, of his, uh, the Vagrant thing? Yeah. Yeah. He, he has a page basically set up for each character and then he basically sets up galleries that have tags and all this other stuff. So you load up the page dedicated to the character it loads all the galleries, the bio, fucking everything. And I was like, why have I not been doing that this whole time? So I did I it. I want to do I was, that too. I was so uh, proud of it. And then no one saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't, I can't say I want to do that because God, that's a lot of work for how many characters I have, but I'm sure people in my server would want me to do it. So yeah. it's, uh, I can put it in terms that you, you might, actually appreciate is it's like 2d animation versus 3d animation okay. um so 2d animation is basically you you do a little bit of work uh up front but then you're doing a lot of work on the back end you're constantly just churning out work work yeah keyframes versus tweens and all that shit yeah whereas yeah. 3d is you basically front load all the work and then once everything's set up on the front end the back end is actually a little bit easier and that's kind of what it's like is once you set up all the character stuff and all the tags and the categories and everything the way that they're supposed to be, I can just go in there right now. I can make a post to, you know, my my character, Mayana. I can just go boom and then I hit the tag and I have special tags for each thing for her. Just click the tag for her, put it in the right category and her page on the site automatically updates the galleries for her with her in there all of the world stuff that yeah she it's just like any to. other gallery plus. yeah it just okay. automatically updates all of it so i took days to set it up but now that it's set up it's it takes seconds to update three galleries at one time it's Damn. fantastic <laughs> it's i might it's, look into it i've been i've been thinking about my site as far as like uh, it's probably starting to need a little bit more tweaking and updating in general yeah. so maybe gonna, i'll I'm gonna take a few days next week to actually update my site and get it a little more, because now everyone can see it. It's public now. So what I, you know, I really liked how it was before, but now that it's public, I feel like the bar is a little higher because okay. more people can more people can see it. So, but yeah, the sites. I like having the site, even if it's not like a revenue generator. I like it as a depository for just all of my all of my stuff for my worlds and stuff like that. And we're going to get into that topic in a little bit. Okay. Um, and what is I that like site, it for that reason. Uh, www.renazuo.com. All right, there you go. <laughs> I got a funny story about that. When I went to uh, HentaiCon that first year, uh, a friend of mine uh, goes by Rojo was there with me. Oh, uh, yeah. And he would do this thing where every time we were in a crowd of people he would always direct the conversation between me and him or him and another person to my website and always refer to it by the full URL, <laughs> www.renazuo.com and always do it at a higher volume, like, always, like talking really loud. So that you have everyone a hype man. Around, yeah. And I was like, he's like, you need to get shirts and I'll wear the shirts everywhere oh we go. <laughs> it's like, hey, did you guys hear if you use promo code? 
www.renazuo.com. <laughs> yeah, and then I can then I can uh, advertise Raid Shadow Legends. And yeah, Miles. yeah, and fucking Skillshare. And <laughs> my God, so I was what... just talking with somebody about that. Was it you, Hizzy, or was it uh-huh. somebody? Think... Okay, it was you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it was in the meeting. Okay, it might have, it might have been. Yeah, I was like, this sounds really familiar. But um, God, fucking Raid Shadow Legends. I wonder if that game's even any good. I heard it's not. Oh, yeah. I every everyone I know who's actually given it a try is like, no. <laughs> That's a shame. I mean, how could it be good? How could it be good? I, I don't know. Well, it's a mobile game, right? Exactly. Yeah. I've yet to find a super good mobile game. Me too. Also, um, they steal art assets from other MMOs. Oh, boo! Is, uh, I saw that they stole some of the icons from Terra Online. Jeez. That's a shame. Yeah, that is. It, um, I mean, mobile games are definitely where a lot of the market is going, but they, they need to, you need to step it up just a little bit. A lot of mobile games, I feel like, are things that people play like on the city bus on the way to work. They are. You know, they're not. They're not yes. really invested in them. So, a lot of people uh, who make them don't feel like they have to put a lot of, a lot of effort into it. It's basically a paycheck for them. It's not. Yeah. I mean, hell, when I lived in New York, like, I took the subway every day to work, and that's everyone on the subway, that's what they're doing. Their nose is buried in their phone, or their tablet, or their their e-reader. And, like, you'd see, you'd look over your shoulder, and you'd see somebody playing, you know, fucking Candy Crush, or Farmville. Oh, yeah, my jam. No one does Farmville (laughs) now, but back then, that, that was a thing. Yeah. And, like, they're all these tiny games that you only have to pump, you know, 30 seconds to a minute into rather than, like you said, something more involved like an RPG or something like that. Yeah. And they do exist, but I don't think they're as uh, widely popular my, as, you know. My uh, cousin plays this Final Fantasy one, mm-hmm. this Final Fantasy mobile game. And every time he comes to visit for the last couple of years, he's got this game on his phone and he's just cranking away on it. And uh, he'll just bust out the phone, do a couple things, put it away. And I think he's texting, but it's actually he's just putting in some commands for this for this game and then going along. But he was actually telling me about it. He's like he's he's been playing it for years. And I guess there's like some uh, there is sort of a culture and community that's come up around this game because they have promotional events and like different versions of characters. And I guess there's this whole, like, even with these types of games, you still get a bunch of nerds in forums somewhere who bitch about something being OP or too underpowered. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That you do. There's one that's called, like, Clash of Clans or something. Yeah, it's I've heard like, that name. It's yeah. a big deal. Like, people love that shit. And the people will, like, there's our whole forum's dedicated to it. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's hope for them, for the games. I mean, not for the people. Yeah, I would love to. Make a <laughs> I would love to make a mobile game. Yeah. That didn't suck. Yeah, there's the rub. Mm-hmm. I How could make a mobile game mobile right now, but it'll suck. How many porn mobile games are there? Um, a some. couple. There's a couple. Doesn't My Candy still do that? That that's their thing. I don't right? think they do many games anymore lately, but they were for a while. Yeah, there's. Because I mean, games. you gotta consider most of these games are played for like. 
you know, in between, like, you know, when you're on a bus or something. So yeah. these people yeah. still busting out these porn games, like, on like on the, the, the subway, and they're just like, oh, man, look at this huge titty goth girlfriend I get, I just got. Man, that, she's pretty fucking hot, huh? And, I, like, would, gran- I would assume... Granny next to this guy is like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I would assume that those games are geared more towards the people that are like, all right, I'm going to go take my bathroom break and yes, uh, make exactly. sure I got my phone um, with me, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Doxy made a couple. With Did Mike he? Kenny, or at least one he made with I think I feel like I'm gonna just get in trouble for saying this because I'm not having my facts right but he made one that's called like strip ninja and I think <laughs> they made that with my candy maybe cool. could be wrong but it's where you remember fruit ninja where you just slash the yeah, fruit and half as it flies of course it's that but with girls and you slash the girls and their clothes come off it's pretty cute that okay. seems like a thing that definitely yeah, seems it's like pretty a thing cute. that doesn't seem like a very fappable game though no, I don't think it's true. You, you, yeah, you need one hand to yeah. uh, slice away the clothes and the other hand to hold the phone, I guess. And it's and it's pr- it's probably your dominant hand that you play the game with to get you know maximum speed on that swiping. Yeah. So you're definitely not slap boxing the one eyed champ while you're fucking <laughs> playing strip ninja. Yep. Hmm. Oh, uh, you always These have the big the questions. Best. Yeah, always have the best euphemisms. I love them. <laughs> also, the, remember Flappy Bird? Uh, no, I remember I, Angry I, Birds. That's I not do the same thing, is it? But I'm I'm a little um, ambivalent about the idea of this being made into a board game. Is it Fappy <laughs> Bird? Someone made like Flappy Vagina or something. No, <laughs> it was so. Why? I was like, why would you not make Flappy Penis? Like, why is it a vagina? Flappy Dong. <laughs> Yeah, Flappy Dong would have been funny. Or Fappy Dong. I Guys, don't know, look I just... at my high score in Flappy Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In- instead, we got the mildly disturbing Flappy Labs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're printing can, like... money here. Like, one of you people who are listening, get on this shit right just now. No, just my super original and... idea. Do not That's steal. free. That's free. We're giving this to you. <laughs> it's been done, though. These are I'm saying Not things that I know dome. that I know exist. There you go. Yeah, okay, flappy dome. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was an interesting about? rabbit hole. That was a yeah. fun rabbit hole. Uh we were talking about lore. Ren's side. Yes, Ren's lore and worlds. Yeah. But we, we all we all have lore and worlds. That's the main subject for today, right? Is our own It is. Yeah, I do like talking about my lore and worlds. Um, I like the fact that um, you guys are like open to me using it for Pathfinder as well, and that Hell it's yeah. even usable for Pathfinder is the thing. Because I was—that's one of the things I also put on the site too—is there are certain rules and house rules and systems and things that I've made for my world, and like I'm like, oh, I just put it up on my website, just. Put it up there people can use it oh i got this new spell boom you can put it up there sometimes it's a serious spell where it creates like a vortex of broken glass that you can shred people in or it just gives a chick a dick you know whatever <laughs> i got something you for every occasion know. keeps you on your toes yeah yeah so speaking of pathfinder real quick um we're doing that again mm-hmm. so for yeah. you folks out there who actually liked listening to that are watching it because we do twitch videos of it mm-hmm. uh all like three of you um <laughs> you're in luck we're gonna start doing that again so mm-hmm. every monday i believe 
for uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be doing that. So check out our announcements, I guess. We'll make them on um, Twitter and yeah. on the Discord. Yep. And uh, the we... Twitch ad, uh, channel is Koopa Networks. That's K-U-P-A-A Networks. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. I feel so weird to say that. Click uh, that bell. Hit subscribe. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash it. <laughs> oh, God. Does that mean we're influencers? Yeah, no, I'm, we are not. not yet. Fucking, I hope we're not influencing anybody. Come on. <laughs> Does our art influence people? Um, hmm. In a I perfect get, world, get, it influences uh, influences them to to beat off. I guess. I get actually more of that on Instagram than I do anywhere else, where people will send me like little cute fan arts or something of, of my character going, "I love your art so much." Uh, da, da, da. Like, how how do you get away with an Instagram? A crop Yeah, oh. or. I don't put a lot of stuff on Instagram because, like, most of my stuff isn't even croppable. Yeah, but, um, that's my problem. Yeah, I I could maybe put a few things on Instagram. Like, I could go back and, um, because <clears throat> I don't when I design the characters, I design them first naked, but I put that all on like lower levels, and then I put like three or four outfits on different layers on top of them, and I give yeah. them these, all, all these variants. So all the, all the clothes variants I could put on an Instagram. You but could not the not the naked ones, which I mean that's interesting. I ne- I haven't even really thought about using Instagram. I didn't think of it as like a platform for artists. I thought of it more as a like a kind of cam girl platform or a platform for taking pictures of your food. Yeah, um, anytime there's someone tons says, of artists on Instagram, just to let huh, you know, that's surprising. Anytime someone says Instagram, I just assume it's talking about photography of some sort. Interesting. No, it's it's huge. It's really huge for art. Aren't they really strict though? Like oh yes. They yeah, are. they are actually. Well, they're um, owned by Facebook, so. Oh, oh well. There so, you, go. <clears throat> you guys remember that girl who, for the, um, for the uh, Australia fires thing, sold her nudes. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. Super ex- for like tons of money. She she I forget how much she got. It was like a million or some crazy number. Holy I don't remember shit. what it was. And she raised this money for the for the uh, Australia firefighting relief and all that other shit and she didn't do it on instagram she had an instagram and she's basically makes the bulk of her living from instagram from what i understand but she did not do this on instagram she did it on twitter and they banned her anyway they banned her anyway as soon as it blew up that she was like a thing instagram banned her and it it didn't matter that she wasn't on the platform and from what i understand like um because i follow a few um uh, porn stars on uh twitter who are actually funny and amusing people in there when they're not, you know, getting banged. <laughs> and uh, it happens to them too. If they have a uh, an Instagram somewhere and Instagram gets like oh. gets like a whiff of it, they'll ban that porn star and just be like, "Yeah, sorry, you're a porn star, so That's you're banned." Shitty. This happened to me on ArtStation. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that. Really? Yeah. Yep. You didn't, I remember that. I remember that happening and you hadn't even posted porn. No, I was so pissed. You were probably the first person to hear about it. Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I can't that's, believe that's, this shit. That's insane. That's uh-huh. that's shitty. That's is, very. Is that that's why you had to make that other name? Association, you know. Yeah, Ren. Yes, that's why. Wow. Gross. Wow. That's that's insane. Why does it gotta be <laughs> like, like that? Internet. I don't know. It's it's that's. That's We're unclean up. sinners on I this guess. Christian oh, internet. That's the reason. I might have to give Instagram a try though. Now that I think of it as a viable thing. No, Ben, you, 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 Ren, you're already banned. 
It's just too late. <laughs> just I'm by just, having this I'm conversation. Yeah, you're well, no, they, they haven't banned me. Uh, and I've posted... Yeah, I actually, I don't I, think... No, I haven't posted anything really porny, so... Yeah, but I you can get you, away with some stuff, though. A lot of people post yeah. questionable content on there. Because <clears throat> right now, I think my Twitter is in, in kind of a limbo space right now. Hmm. Um, like, it's very hard for me to attract new viewers. I have to be, like, really aggressive, and I've, I've gotten more aggressive with using tags... And posting my like most of my um growth comes from organic growth i'm in like 20 to 30 servers on discord and i go and just promote share my stuff jesus that's how do you many. keep up with that um usually i'll just kind of i'll do i'll check them um the ones that i really like so I've, I've got like different categories i have a hierarchy i have the business ones are all towards the top you know so all the koopa ones towards the top my own towards the top um ones that are kind of like hobbies are like in the middle and then all of my friends that have their own just kind of bullshit we're fucking around playing video games servers those are all towards the bottom i don't need to check those ones that often and the business ones i check regularly the middle ones i'll check um like the beginning of the day or the end of the day i'll just be like oh what's going on in here um or if i have stuff that i need to post I'll go through them. But all of my growth on Twitter has basically been through me just aggressively like shoving shit in people's faces being like, I got a Twitter. Yeah. And um, it it's not great um, because I've actually gone through a thing where I'm like, can people see my my posts and some people are like oh yeah i see it just fine and some people are like no i haven't seen a post from you in like weeks. So I, I wow. that happens to me with a lot of artists on Twitter. Like for example, I even flux. I never see his stuff anymore. Really? Yeah. Like the yeah. like my Twitter timeline seems to just be like, like, it seems like so little. Even though I follow like over a thousand people, I'm only seeing like the same yeah. twenty people you know, shit over and over. Now that mentioned that, I oh my god, that makes me wonder how many people am I just not seeing? Yeah, I almost never see any of Hizzy's posts. Um, but wow. because I'm using TweetDeck, I'll see her replies and people liking her stuff. So that's like my indication that she has a post that's up. Otherwise, it's I don't usually up. see the post. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've heard a lot of people complain about this, but I didn't. It, I don't know. It didn't dawn on me. For I've I've had uh, discussions with uh, Nerd City about Twitter on a few occasions where um, we've gone and like looked at it and been like, all right, well, I can see this post, but I can't see this post. Uh, if he's retweeted something of mine, um, uh, we'll get people in, in his server that can see it or saw it pop up and some people who totally just did not see it. And so we have to link it directly into the thing and it, it makes no sense. There seems to be no rhyme or reason. Yeah, it's freaking to it. weird. It's some kind of algorithm, I'm sure, but it's who's it benefiting, I guess. That's my question. I have no idea. If it's this flawed. Yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. That's a different discussion for a different yeah. time. But that's, I mean, it, well, it it is kind of related to the to the world's thing, okay. That, that we have because it is very difficult to, uh, as someone who's making a world, present a cohesive narrative using the tools that we have, you know, because if you're relying on Twitter and its timeline and its linear thing or getting stuff in front of people and you have a world that isn't necessarily just you know a story but a series of stories or locations or characters or uh, races or whatever that you're you're doing for your world it's hard to present that in a cohesive way and people see it because i sometimes will retweet things or repost things 
if I get a sense that like almost no one saw it. Right. And and I'll yeah. have some people who will message me and be like, like, oh man, this character, you know, I haven't seen this character before. Is is it new? And I'm like, no, this character is literally five years old. Like wow. and I've I posted it last week. So the fact that yeah. you're only just seeing it today. Um that's it. honestly I feel like retweeting maybe not everything, but a lot of your stuff as an artist or as a creator, you know, writers and, and uh, voice actors and all that kind of stuff. Like it's extremely important to do for that fucking reason. It's better though to reply to it instead of retweet it. It has more power. To reply to your own thing? Yes. Yeah, really? so on, on Twitter, replies now count for more than retweets. It used to be that the algorithm weighted retweets and replies equally but they redid the algorithm. So now replies are weighted more than retweets in terms of engagement. But the drawback to that is that some people on their normal timelines, like if they're on their phones and they're just scrolling through Twitter, they they don't have replies enabled. They'll never fucking see it. Yeah. So So wait, when you do this, like, give me an example. What do you even say? Do you just like, oh, I'm retweeting this? Blah, blah, I blah, say like, hey guys, remember this one? This one, I still love this one, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, man, just thinking about this one again. It came out so good. Yeah, you know, just bullshit. Yeah, you could. I don't you actually could, uh, think it came out good. <laughs> <laughs> you you could tag a uh, a reply onto it that is just kind of like uh, a continuation of stuff you were saying in the first one. And yeah. It's still, okay. You know, it's still fine. When um, like, is it a retweet reply? Like. You know how you can retweet what happens and add is a you comment rep- to it? You reply, and it's basically like adding a comment. So that that thread will appear on people's timeline yeah. again. Do um, the regular reply, because retweets with replies become their own posts. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the algorithm. So, yeah. oh, don't, so I don't ever, I don't ever retweet yeah. something with comment. I just retweet it, yeah. and then I reply to it. Because it doesn't show up large on your timeline. It just shows your comment in like a little mini version of the tweet. The other thing, too, that I learned, and I learned this just, I want to say, two, three months ago. I had no idea. I learned it when someone pointed it out to me. I can't remember who it was. Otherwise, I'd give them credit because it was huge. <laughs> if I, If I did a commission for someone, normally what I'll do is I'll be like... Uh, like if I did one for Flux, I'll be like, oh, at Anime Flux's character, Nalika, commission, da da da. You know, I'll just, you know, lay it out so the person is getting credit, getting tagged. But the problem is if you lead with an at so and so, Twitter banks it as a reply, not as a post. And so yeah, it doesn't you show have to put like a dot reply. before. Oh my yeah. God. I had no idea until someone told me. And I was like, how many fucking posts did I just throw in the toilet? Because. <laughs> Because I, I never no knew that idea. either. Oh my god, that's yeah. Ugh. It makes sense when you say it, but still, like yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <sighs> yeah, okay. And when it comes to uh, making my worlds, because I have three separate worlds that I that I build out uh, periodically, like I'll rotate between them so I don't get bored with them. Um, I have Codex Alcatus, which is the fantasy one that we do all the Pathfinder stuff in. It's my one that I've had for the longest. I have Nightwave, which is the retro fantasy one. It's a modern, uh, quote unquote, modern fantasy that takes place in the 80s and uses the synthwave aesthetic and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, Celestial Tides, which is my sci-fi one, which basically is just built up from all of the ideas I didn't get to use when I was doing Trials in Tainted Space. You know, I had all these crazy ideas I came up with and I couldn't use them. And I was like, I'll just set it aside and use it later. Um, 
trying to present these different things cohesively, whether I hammer on one or another, it's very hard to present them in in those timelines. Um, but having the, giving them their own like different aesthetics has helped. The one that always stands out the the most is the Nightwave one, which is Hizzy's favorite of of the one of everything that I do. Every time I put something out, she's like, she's like, just give up all that other shit. This is what you should do. <laughs> just do this thing. And I'm like, well, you're probably well, it's not partially wrong. the color palette. It's a very pleasing, yeah. eye popping. It palette. is. Yeah. Um, it can it can be draining after you do it for a little while, which I didn't sure. know until I was like hammering it for a while, and I was like, oh man. I've got like a headache <laughs> and it's like it's it starts to not pop and once it starts to not pop you're like oh how can i mix this up a little bit and add a little bit more to it and the problem with that aesthetic is is kind of the more you add to it the less it is the thing yeah you, know, you it needs to be have just to keep couple. it simple yeah. sure i understand One, like a maximum you know uh three main colors with maybe a couple other ones dotted in but the more you put in there, the less it is that thing. And there are certain colors that just don't work. Like I, my one of my favorite colors is green, and anything that is greenish, green adjacent, teal, um, and it you can't use it in the retro aesthetic at all. It green it throws orange. it throws the whole like thing off. I've done green and orange. I've done green and I, purple. I made green kind of work once when I did that one of. Uh, um, that that model mm. and it, it worked okay but it only worked because i went more with a vaporwave aesthetic than an outrun aesthetic but i like the outrun look better than vaporwave so so lots of magenta lots yeah. of cyan <laughs> yeah. i know some of those yeah. words <laughs> um the, the 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 purples you can get away with like um one of the ones i really like is uh black red and blue uh, those ones are pretty cool, uh, but you, green. I, I've I've tried it a few times in a few different ways, and it never satisfies me. I don't know if anyone else likes it because no one fucking comments on anything. But <laughs> dude, uh, it, I it I doesn't always satisfy me. For a long time, I was begging people like, guys, please post comments on the site, not just in mm -hmm. the Discord, because it looks like yeah. a dead zone in here. But I just yeah. stopped asking after a while because people don't. I think yeah, Mina I... Mina posts comments like almost every time. Shout out to Mina Ren. Yeah, I think most of my people like they they do that as well. Like I I hardly ever get comments on the site anymore. It's all on yeah. the Discord, and I get I get it. I understand. Yeah, I uh, I get more comments uh, on Patreon than I get on. Oh, I don't get anything on, on my Patreon. Holy shit! <laughs> you might as there might as well be no one in there because it's there's tumbleweeds in those comment sections. I have I have how I have it set up some in some instances is I have events that engage that engage people will basically say hey you can have input you can do this thing you can get f this free thing you can do this other thing but the catch is you got to comment and then I'll get Ooh. like more people commenting on things it's like you'll get a thing but you got to tell me what you want and you have to do it right here like <laughs> like okay. so some people are like uh, you know they weigh their 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 wallflower nature against free stuff and uh, <laughs> sometimes free stuff wins <laughs> cool so I'm, yeah. But as so, far as like uh, the 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 worlds go, uh, I it's it's been challenging to do on Twitter. But I that's why I like having the site. Is it's a repository where someone can go and they can find all of that stuff that they didn't see on a social media platform 
because the social media jacks it up. They can go in and be like, oh, I've never seen this character. I have a whole section. It's just characters section with uh, play races, uh, how you could play them in Pathfinder. I have their stats just thrown up so you can be like, oh, I want to use this in my own my own game. Boom, it's right there. Um, Ballpark, how many characters would you say you have? Um, that I have posted? Yeah. Um, that people can go to your site and look up. I want to say there's 20-something. No, oh, no, no, it's Jesus. That's too many. Well, some of them are, are uh, supporting characters, and I'll still design them out, and they're not main characters. So as far as main characters go that I often will will keep drawing over and over, maybe five, six. Oh, sure. That's, um, that's reasonable. Yeah, but then like I'll I'll actually go and do like, oh, here's a bio for this supporting character. Here's three variants of what they might look like, and here's a couple pictures that they were they were in, but maybe not necessarily the focus of. Um, and if people like them, they can just be like, yo, I want to see more of that character. Like I've brought up this this one character a few times with you guys before. I have a character who I got this I got this fantasy world. I got plant demons. I got vampires. I got I got all kinds of crazy ass erotic shit. I've got cool high fantasy concepts. I've got your classic elves, dwarves, all this other shit. And people will focus down on this one character I have named Betsy, who is a human with no magic, no powers, not really much going for her, but she's got big titties and she's a ginger. Yep, people it. love that the simpler it is, the more people love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I, I realized that, that it's they can identify a little bit with that character, but they're using the character sort of as a vehicle to experience the fantastic elements, the fantasy elements. They're like, well, those are great and all, but I can't really it's not get relatable. into, I can't yeah. sit in the same seat as uh, a creature that comes from, you know, the abyss. You know, I don't know what that's like. I have, I have no idea what it's like to be that creature, but I can be a human. I I am human and <laughs> I can interact with those characters th through that lens. So that character went from being someone who was just kind of like this minor throwaway thing to being one of the characters I, I draw more often now. So she went from being kind of like lower down the list and she just jumped toward up to the top because of that. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 weird how that how that works out and uh even though that's my uh, kind of how the process works sometimes i still do have characters that i personally like the most and you're gonna have to pry them from my cold dead fingers because i will be drawing them for as long as i fucking want no one's gonna stop me yeah it's <laughs> like i totally get that yeah there's certain characters that i have because i have a stupid amount of characters but there's certain characters that I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't care. This character could drop off my list and I never draw them again and I wouldn't be upset. But then there's certain characters like, no, look at that. I'm like, no, no. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't sell her if you offered me, you know, a stupid amount of money. Yeah. So, yeah. I've, what, sold um, I've sold a few characters. Yeah. You've, you've got a, all your characters are in not like the same world, right? Like they're all, all your... With the exception your of right? one... Uh, I made yeah. one character that's meant to go in the Persona universe uh, pretty recently, oh, yeah. actually. But yeah, the other 26 characters? Jesus fuck. Anyway, yeah, the other 26 characters are in Nalika's world. That's um, all in the... Um, what's the, the world called? Is it the Monster Honeys? or is Monster Honeys is the series that, that the I series. made for it. Yeah, that's, that's the all-encompassing... Uh, moniker i guess you could give to it um the actual 
it all takes place in one city, um, mm-hmm. which is called Port Avant. And uh, because avant-garde, haha, see what I did, I'm so clever. Anyway, <laughs> um, but the whole idea of, uh, sorry, am I, did, are you passing the torch? I don't want to take your thunder away. Yeah, are yeah, you? yeah, I, I realize that if, 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 if left unchecked, I'll go on forever. So I okay, yeah. just don't just don't let us like. I don't want to kill your groove. If you yeah, want, if, to if people want to know more, they know the website. It's it's there. It's organized in the worlds tab up top. Just click on it. Boom, you're good. Like, okay. Big. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The the whole point of Port Avant is to give a city where sexuality is extremely open. It's extremely mm-hmm. common. There's no. There are no rules. There are no laws that say you can't do this in public. You can't do this in private. Like there are no fucking rules. As long as it's not hurting someone, everything is fair game. Mm-hmm. So you could be walking down the street in Port Avant, and you know someone's in a fucking at a bus stop or something, and they're just banging right there in public, and no one even bats an eyelash. They're like, yeah, it's, it's as common as checking your phone. Now <laughs> I've noticed in some of your story stuff that. Um, a lot of times it's usually the, the monster girls that are engaged in these sorts of like, oh, I can't wait till I get home. I, I got to spank it right now. I got to, I got to flick my bean right here on the subway. Right. Um, <laughs> but you usually don't see the human characters around them necessarily doing that. Um, sometimes they're engaged with the monster girls, but is it, I always kind of thought of it as being like the, the monster girls, because they're in the city, they're given the, this latitude like the the humans don't necessarily do this like it's not they could they could do it if they wanted but they just don't engage in that activity yeah, but but the uh, monster girls good, are allowed to that's a good point um you're you're kind of spot on like yes it's it's a free for all for everybody but the monster the monster species are a lot more just they're just more horny they're just more thirsty <laughs> all the fucking time um yeah. whether it's their your their dna or, or their nature whatever like like nalika for example like she goes into heat once a month and instead of oh god know, well you already knew this this isn't new information i didn't know you. it was a monthly thing yeah that's i like it so instead so, of getting her horrible womanly period she gets to be horny and have amazing sex once a month I'm sensing some kind of frustration from you, Izzy. Would you yeah, like to expand on that? What a I bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Every girl that's listening is like, "Fuck that bitch!" <laughs> but yeah, it's not uh, real life. Yeah, no, it's not. It's fantasy. <laughs> Male anyway, fantasy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It totally is. Anyway, actually, so yeah, she gets mega horny. So that's that's actually an interesting thing. Um, the the male fantasy thing is. Is there something in your world, Flux, that mm. you could say you made because you wanted to sort of uh, flip something, like subvert uh, an expectation that is usually like a male fantasy? Like with with some of my, you know, fantasy stuff, my, my little things, I sometimes try to go out of my way to be like, how would sex be treated in a society that does this instead of this? Like, do you have something like that where... Um, Can you give me an example? Because I'm, I'm not I'm sure I follow. Um, like a, a matriarchy. Um, I have, in my Codex Locatus world, I have uh, a realm that's like way to the fucking um, east of where you guys are. Out in the fucking desert. And it's a matriarchy instead of a, a patriarchy. Uh, its entire history 
is built around women being at the top of the social ladder instead of men. And then I had to think like, how does sex change? How does, you know, and obviously because, you know, I'm a guy and I'm thirsty. Uh, it that's It's colored that way. But do you have anything like that where you, you, you took something and you just kind of threw it out or you added in this extra thing and said, oh, you know, or even something where you're like, I did this for the ladies. Like I put this one in for the ladies. <laughs> do you have anything um, like that? Well, I don't know about for the ladies. Um, look, I'm, I'm a dude and I, <laughs> I draw what I like and uh, I'm sorry, question mark. But... Um, better be jeez yeah anyway um look look <laughs> yeah man. anyway shut up <laughs> anyway let the um, men talk on the other pit <laughs> listen sugar tits let the men over no no, no. Men anyway. are talking. <laughs> get back in the kitchen anyway um <laughs> fuck god i hope people know i'm kidding um yeah, yeah. we're all kidding i actually do have a matriarchy uh character uh like like that is her background um, mm -hmm. since you brought it up, um, she comes from basically like a, like an Amazonian, um, culture mm -hmm. where, uh, how do I put it? Like she is a queen. There are no Kings in that society. There are only Queens. Ooh. Um, and she is one of many Queens that is like, she rules Aww. over her own like district. Um, the Queens hate each other. They're very catty, very territorial. They don't necessarily Accurate. like each other, but they suffer each other at like social events and stuff like that. Because so you like have real to... life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like you have to recognize the authority, but uh, you don't necessarily have to like them. Um, and she, of course, she vacations in Port Avant because she fucking loves it. She's like, well, there's no rules here. I can kind of do Which whatever I want. Which character is this? Uh, her name's Lutzi. She's the one with the eye patch. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. she's a queen. She's a bitch, and she's kind of crazy, um, because her particular family line believes. Uh, Hizzy's gonna roll her eyes here, but her particular family line believes. You, you, do you know the legend of uh, Elizabeth Bathory? Mm-mm. Oh. She, she bathed in blood because she thought it gave her youth. Sure, yeah, she bathed sure. in the blood of virgins. Yes. Oh, well, Lutzi does that, but youth. it's not blood. She bathes it's in period in, blood in jizz. What? Oh. <laughs> Just... hey. yeah. nice. So, she, but that's the thing, right? There's no, there's no kings. There are no like males in her society that hold any kind of power. They're pretty much no. just used as objects for yeah. the queens. Um, so interesting uh, nice. little fact here for you, his, because it's going to be. Uh, I don't know if it's actually relevant to Ratchet, um, but. <laughs> She's going to be uh, queen? Yes. No. <laughs> when, when you do uh, alchemy, I told you, you can add things uh, to spells, alchemy reagents to spells to empower them and change their effects and things like that. Uh -huh. uh, blood is one of them, but other bodily fluids can uh -huh. have other effects too. I just haven't really harped on that too much because I try not to, when I'm running a Pathfinder game, the sex is there, but I'm not going to throw it in front of everybody if... oh so you're saying it's time to harvest booze oh god <laughs> this yep. just took a <laughs> <laughs> the love potion will be again a thing i don't <laughs> i'm senile okay somewhere Deson is like did someone just say something about me somewhere <laughs> Deson is going oh god no. <laughs> <laughs> just felt a great disturbance in the force 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about your stuff, Hizzy? I mean, I know yeah. you you've always had the uh, worlds that you've had that you've made, and uh, I feel like they don't they don't get the shine that they deserve because you actually do put a lot of work into your lore and your characters and your worlds, and uh, but you're not like aggressive with with the lore you're like if someone asks a question you'll answer but uh you're not mm. like what do you got i don't know yeah you do you got stuff i know you do i had some stuff for lux and zoe for a while but then i don't know they just didn't catch on and i was feeling like discouraged about them but that was probably the first thing where i ever kind of cared about it mm -hmm. oops um, and that was a sci-fi world, right? Yeah, and I didn't really think before I made them sci-fi because sci-fi, that type of stuff, I am least good at drawing. <laughs> so I got like overwhelmed like right from the start, even though I love that subject a lot. It's one of my faves. It's it's um, very challenging. Yeah, it is so yeah. hard. I, I it can't. is because you it's it's the opposite of fantasy. You can't just do yeah. organic shit. And, it's like, so much fudge like. It. Geometrical, like shit yeah. has to per. These, this machine has to work. Like, how can I explain how this machine works if someone asks me like that type of stuff? I've been asked yeah. that. It's like, can you just not <laughs> ask me that? Like, suspension of disbelief, people. God, I just know. fap. Just come on. Who cares how that um, gear turns over the other gear? I know that is such <laughs> of an annoying question to get to. Like. I don't want to be like, fuck off, but I want to say, fuck off. <laughs> You're you really also... not seeing the point of the picture here, if that's your concern. You also had a fantasy one that I like. You did a funny comic of it. I can't remember what it was. I helped I, I helped you with it at one point, and I remember we had like a really good laugh. It was that character that was like in the closet, like watching. Oh, yeah. Other characters <laughs> I like, don't think I saw this. Was, that was I, the, I thought that world was fun. That was I the K Chronicles comic. I didn't really build a world around that. I just thought it was, it was just generic fantasy, you know, regular. It, it, it was kind of fun. Uh, maybe they're just the characters, like, really, because they made me laugh, I remember it. You know, yeah, the characters are fun. Actually, one of the, the big booby dark elf girl was the was one of the characters that I recently sold to someone who loved oh. her. Oh wow! Because I didn't do anything with her, so yeah. I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." You you recently also did it like an undead uh, elf girl. She, she has like white skin. Oh yeah! I thought she was really cool. Like she's like if I do art for for you, she's at the top of my list of characters I want to do. She's, she's cool. Yeah. I see. I haven't really like I don't have any place for her and characters like that. Like I remember we did a draw pile once, and I made a new character who's like a dark angel. Yeah, I remember Succubus that. Succubus girl. And I don't have anywhere for her. I just thought well, it was if, a kid. That's Ratchet... every character I ever made. I didn't have a place for them. <laughs> if, I just if have Ratchet to shove kicks them in. the bucket, just play her in Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the undead chick, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I can't do right. I can't do any fun voices aside from old Jersey. <laughs> like, I'm sure you could come up with something. Like my head just I, can't get there. I can't be emo dark we, girl. We we can't be we can't all be as as multi talented as Flux because I know. Flux will bust out a voice for anything. Look, Me, man, the, I the love hardest doing part voices. is I I, I like female characters, but as soon as I gotta like talk as them <laughs> in Pathfinder, That's I'm awkward. like I'm like I can't. There's nothing I can do physically to make Chosen you sound like one. this character. 
Just do that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Please, I implore you. Just, just like because you guys are in, a, I didn't think it through when I was like, oh yeah, you guys are gonna go to a Orpiva, and it's kind of like, fa- like, fa- like fantasy, but we're using like a real French background. All the, all the design sense is very French. Uh, you can't do stuff. a French accent, and I cannot do a French accent. <laughs> and I didn't think that through because now when we go there, it's like I had, I try to name things in a French manner, and I'm like, baguette, parfait. <laughs> Le parfait. <laughs> you want to have some of that escargot? Oh my god! Yeah, like I can, I can figure out how the f- certain things are said because I, I grew up mostly in Maine, where there's a lot of French Canadians from, from uh, Quebec or Quebec, depending on Quebec, you know yeah. where you're from, and uh, so I can figure out how to say a lot of things that like they'll throw in like an A, a U, an X. And that is somehow an ooh sound or something. They're just like that. trying to win at Scrabble. Yeah, I can <laughs> exactly. I just so remember the Bengals triage. The Bengals. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go back there. Yeah. 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 We almost That's... left Julio there. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, um, but I mean I know that sometimes like yeah I mean so you actually. You have another world that you're working on, though. I, I You seem hesitant to, to want to talk about it. Though. Because it hasn't gone anywhere, and I haven't really showed anyone anything about it, and I don't even know if it's going to be good. I Is think it's... The, I think it's, it's overwhelming the amount of work it's going to take to make that ever be yeah. a thing, you know? I'm hoping that as, as you kind of learn more of the Pathfinder stuff, um, a lot of that intimidating kind of world building is going to go away. Uh, because they're... So there is a good chunk of stuff that I learned from role-playing when it comes to building worlds, because uh, you, when you have to create a world for people to play in, there's a lot of different ways that you start to think about it that you just don't think about when you're sitting down writing something, you know? Well, me and Flux were going to do like a one player mini thing so that I could practice like understanding, understanding DMing and stuff. Cause I think that would be super fun to do, but we, I'm really sorry. I got sidetracked. Um, I meant to go back to that. Um, Unacceptable. I understand. So <laughs> no, we can still do it. I still want to do it. <laughs> um, it. I thought it would have been pretty fun, but yeah. yeah. One of the one of the things I want to do is, even though you guys are in Orpiva right now in in the game, um, I do want to get to the end of the kind of like story arc and then give you guys some options to check out some other places because while I was gone on like my pseudo paternity leave, I guess we can call it, I was just drawing maps of different parts of the world. So now I've got all these places where I've come up with like story hooks for stuff and I'm like, I need to, I need to railroad some players to this island for no reason. How much freedom do we get with traveling to different places uh you once we get through like a particular story and you guys have like satisfied your immediate like goals and character motivations you're gonna have a lot of freedom you're actually in basically a coastal city so if you guys want to like hop on a boat and go somewhere you could i've been bugging you guys for a long time about doing like a like a 20s style like speakeasies and flappers (laughs) and that kind of setting and like i don't even know if it's possible to fit it into this 
but I, I do want to do that someday, even if it's not part of the story. That would be fun. I'm just curious what Ratchet's thing is, because Ren kept telling me there's something about Ratchet, like there's something special that's going to happen or something, and I still don't know what that uh, is. So I got, on top of that, I actually started designing the uh, the, the realm, the, the country, where mm. all of the rat folk come from. <gasps> yeah. My people, finally, that's... back to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> finally going to see my family. I'm finally going back to old Jersey. Not new Jersey. <laughs> Fuck that place. <laughs> really, really, really old Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I loved when we went into that little sewer where the rats folks were living, and I just, it was so, like, my imagination just went wild. I just pictured this, like, miniature place, and all of the other people in the party were, like, hunched down, and it was just have... dirty and wet and yeah. stinky and amazing. Yeah. What the I hell had this... were we... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I had this wild idea a long time ago for a game that I would run where there are no humans. You can only play one of the weird, like, animal races. Cool. Like, uh, like, like rat that. folk, cat folk, tengu, cat all folk? of those. Yeah, there's cat folk. <gasps> um, in, in my thing, I call them Levon, <laughs> but there's, there's cat folk. And I was going to have politics based off of the stereotypes for animals. Like, the rat folk don't get along with the cat folk and, and all this <laughs> other, like, crazy stuff. And humans existed a long time ago, and they're, like, legendary creatures the way we talk about elves. Oh, I like this. And this is, this is, cool. this is like just like whole... the, um, the game that I play called Inherit the Earth. This is just like that. Yeah, I, th I thought of doing a thing like that, but it was like there was, there wasn't quite enough to kind of fill that out, and there's, I, I didn't think a lot of people would would be interested in it. No, and we it are. Does it does seem like furry bait? <laughs> like it's cares? Cares. It's fine. <laughs> but I, I got the idea as like kind of being like almost like a red wall kind of thing. So. <gasps> Redfall! Yeah. I forgot all about that. I don't know yeah. what that is. What's that? Oh, there's is a, a book series. That is kind of like what I'm describing, where okay. it's a fantasy setting, but they were all animals. Yeah, you know, it was like medieval. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that it's responsible for a lot of furries, just like like Disney. Like I think they share fifty fifty blame. <laughs> when you started saying politics and stuff, I'm like, are we getting into Watership Down territory here? Like social <sighs> issues with animals? No, no, it would just be like you know, like how you view uh like stereotypically how a dog regards a cat you know things like okay. that like oh the cat folk cannot be trusted they are uh, <laughs> you know a, merc a mercurial kind of people okay very, uh, very flighty you know and the the dog folk are, are loyal <laughs> things like that just, <laughs> yes i'm so excited just, about yeah. this i like this a lot we should do this I, at some point i, I I'll, if i can refine it a little bit i might i might do something with it that it could be fun I mean, I'm already, and my character is already an animal. Yeah, like, yeah. So actually, is, I think all of us are, except Mike. You're all actually all kind of animally in a way, because we got a rat, we got uh, a monkey a, man, basically a, a jackalope, yeah. and uh, a monkey man. Monkey and man. I think I think my, Mike is the only one. That we could transform him an into an animal, no problem. He's, he's just an elf. So. Let me whip up a potion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do we have, did you, you grabbed questions, right? From, I did. Well, from the are server. We, 
Yeah, we had an embarrassing thing, and then we had regular Q and A. She had yeah, she had a couple she was going to hit us with that we don't yeah. know what they are. And hit sorry, us. I didn't talk about my other world. I just I don't know. It's not sorry. it's not there yet. It's really. I'll, cool I'll put you on the spot me. in the future again. Yeah, I, I, I really like cool, it. That's but... why I'm I'm leaning on it. Well, you I helped me really... write a little bit of it. You were going to help me with some more of it, and then we never yeah, did. I, I really like what you what you've done with it so far, and so I'm just kind of. Are you talking but... about the post apocalypse thing? Yeah. It's, okay. It's good. Because I mean, as far as art, I know we're not really talking about art, art at the moment, but like you did all that cool Fallout stuff, and like that's kind of really... what inspired it. Because I've always loved Fallout and that type of post post apocalyptic genre in general, like Mad Max and stuff like that. Yeah, she likes so, she really likes it dirty. Good. She yeah. likes it dirty. <laughs> hey man, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but it has like a like a main theme kind of where it's not so far in the future like these other things where not everything sucks and is <laughs> like irradiated or whatever so it's like newer so everyone is getting sick okay mm. um so it's kind of like that so it's like mm -hmm. i wanted it to be more dark and less about porn more about story and like because every time I read a darker comic, I'm like, holy fuck, you can do that in a comic? And like, <laughs> it makes me like want to do that because mine have always been so lighthearted and everyone always has a smile. And anytime I draw someone without one, people are like, oh, she doesn't look very happy about that. I'm like, yeah. Well, duh. Not duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like my dream project that I could do just for me. And that's, if anyone else likes it, that's great. But I don't do it for anyone else but me. That, I don't care. That what kind of says. comment is like the equivalent of like someone just like getting that that top comment in where they're like, you know, on the big boob girl, and they're like, oh man, her back must really hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Fuck that guy. We all yeah. know that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few of those guys, but yeah, oh, yeah, like it's just obnoxious. It's obnoxious. That's what it is, and it makes mm -hmm. you second guess shit. Yeah, you know, and I'm not. You're that's not, you're not what. I think that's why I'm holding this project so close to the chest because I don't want anyone to have input on it. I don't want anyone's opinion on it. I, it's not for them. It's for me. Good. And Good anyone who would like it naturally, not. I'm not doing mm -hmm. it for anyone else. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. Right. It's it's this is the product. If you like it, enjoy. If you don't, there's the door. Yeah. There's plenty of other stuff to, yeah. to check out if you don't. The like internet's a big place. You don't have to sit here and and try and shoehorn your thing into my thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like that's a lot thing. of what of what has happened to my art. Any time in the past, like five, six more years, is I'm trying mm -hmm. to please people, and it right. in turn it is making me miserable. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of why it, I wanted to have this one. It well, is good. I, it's you a difficult have this existence. Outlet, so, yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. So good yeah I'll you. talk about it eventually once I actually can actually. I'm start excited to see it. it. I'm excited <laughs> Thanks. to see it. Thanks. Um. <clears throat> so what, yeah. What what horrible things about our lives are we going to share on this round <laughs> of, of questions? Yeah, we wanted to get back to the silly slash embarrassing question too. So I've. I stuck one of those in there. It's not that embarrassing, but it might be a little. Um, okay. And that question is... Usually we think of these questions ourselves, so let me just go get the name of the guy who asked this one. Okay, so this one was asked by Gian in our Discord server. And okay. they want to know, what's your first fictional character crushes? 
Like yeah. some of your first that you can remember. That's not bad. That's not, not bad, but mine might be a little embarrassing because even I look back and I'm like, what? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Not me. Go ahead, Flux. <laughs> wow, you guys seem really embarrassed about this. I'm, um, I'm not so much embarrassed as I am struggling to figure out like what the first one would be. Because well, I just one have to the first a, one or multiple, it doesn't matter. Like early fiction crushes. Is it only fictional or does it like is it like a cartoon? I would say fictional, we, yeah, like not real celebrity or anything. Not a real celebrity. Okay. Fictional okay. in general. So yeah. Jennifer Connolly's out. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Those eyebrows, uh, dang. Dude, the labyrinth. Come on. I'm just she's, joking. I love Jennifer Connelly. What are you talking about? I totally. Had I love her eyebrows labyrinth. too. For the yeah. record, those caterpillars can can stay mm, where they are. That's bushy. Awesome. Anyway, um, Ariel from Little Mermaid is what immediately springs to mind. Oh. Um, I had a huge crush on her, even though she's a fucking brat. <laughs> we just talked about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell um, you, as a parent, you go back and watch Little Mermaid. And you're like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's you the are thing, such right? a piece of shit when, kid. When you're a kid, you know, when I was a kid, I'm just like, ah, pretty girl. She's got red hair and boobies. You know, like, yeah. I didn't care. But now I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Quit whining. You have everything handed to you on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. Your father's the king. Like, <laughs> quit bitching and go marry a fishman, you know, you went, but, you went, but no. You went and found this dude from a different species, and now you're fucking in love? Really? Yeah. after, like, <laughs> after seeing him once. This happened yesterday. And she wants to throw her entire <laughs> life away because yeah. she saw one pretty man on a boat. And she's mm -hmm. like, yep, worth it. I'm like, you're stupid. That's so relatable to young women, though. I, mm. sure, I guess. I'm not a young woman, so... Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Last oh. I checked. But yeah, uh, I would say her also slightly more embarrassing, but definitely made Marion in the... Uh, oh, in the yeah, dude. The fox. Yes. Like, oh. If that makes me a furry, then I guess I'm a furry, because holy precious. fuck. Oh, I know awesome. another one of yours. The what? rescue ranger girl or whatever. Gadget. Gadget, Gadget yeah. <laughs> you are yeah. a furry. Mm -hmm. I guess. I guess I am. I just don't draw it. What about uh, mine. What about Lola Bunny? Eh. No. She's okay, I guess. Try too hard. Yeah. yeah. I th I think that well and yeah, I think that one was just a little a little too hard, you know. Yeah. I was just really trying for it. Like she was very clearly put there for the sex appeal yeah. in in um in um, uh fucking Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. yeah, that whole movie's weird. I mean, I like it. Hey, but it's do weird. not start hating on a Space Jam, all right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on. Yeah, for me, um, the, the earliest ones I can think of, because I can't think of being really aware of being attracted to a character before when I was living in California. So I have to think of it in terms of that. Like, what characters was I into when I was living in California? And there, uh, I, I have to say, it's Rogue from the X Men, okay, right, and sure. uh, Cammy from, from Street, Street Fighter. Because I remember when that game came. Because Street Fighter Two was its own thing, and then you got Street Fighter uh, Two Turbo, and that was yep. when they they had the four new characters. And when they rolled out Cammy, I remember just like like looking at this magazine and staring at it for fucking ever because the original art for her she was pretty fit like she was like 
Wait, she, she's she not anymore? Strong. Well, I mean, depending... Sometimes they'll draw her looking kind of like... Th- there's not as much muscle definition. Oh, okay. But now... But back then, there was like... There was clear muscle definition on this female character. And it was very different from the other female you had at the time, which was Chung Lee. Yeah. And so I was very, very interested in this character and what it was um, doing in my head. Because I didn't really... And really in your under- pants. And it, and it made my pee-pee feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Never say um, that again. <laughs> no, you, there's, okay, so uh, we've we've touched on the fact that you, you don't know what, we don't know what it's like to be a young woman, but being like an eight-year-old boy who just gets boners and no one's fucking explained it, you're just like, what, what is happening? What is happening right now? Yeah. And no one explains it. And you're just like, there's no relief for it because you can't do anything about it. And even if you tried, nothing would happen. So Aww. it's just, <laughs> it sucks. I'm just giving you a little insight of what it's like to have just this little pocket rocket kicking around when you're <laughs> just trying to have fun on the playground. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, you just brought up a memory I didn't even remember I had. <laughs> oh, let's re- we can do that. What is no, it? no one wants to hear about little boy boners. It's not a good time. <laughs> it's an embarrassing <laughs> question, though. It's it's the embarrassing not... segment. <laughs> Ren, why don't you finish what you were saying? Uh, I was just saying that <laughs> you know, her 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 alternate physique was was what got my attention, and I just stayed fixated. I'd like Cammy is still one of my most favorite characters, and. And Rogue is too, but I've always really liked women who like, you know, when you're a little kid, everyone's like, uh, you know, you know, girls do this and boys do that and boys are stronger. And then you get this, this character like Rogue, who's like, I punched a giant robot's head off. Yeah. And I, and I looked good doing it. And I was like, <laughs> and she's got that Southern Belle accent. Which yeah. Is really sexy. And I was like, that's my girl. That's yeah. that's who I'm backing right there. I was all about it. So any characters that are that are like that from from that point on, who are like strong and uh, <clears throat> and and uh, you know kind of defy that you know those those stereotypes that were really strong back in the early '90s and shit like that was. I, I'm still really into those characters. Cool. Cool. Hizzy. <laughs> mine's lame mm. mine's not as interesting or entertaining well what you got what you i got? always really okay i don't know i guess i get it i guess i get it like because i would look back and i'd be like oh really but no i i actually get it now it was the biggest one there was actually two that i can remember off the top of my head the biggest one was definitely arnold from hey arnold you guys remember that really oh, wow <laughs> yeah wow. right I would, he, but he's so suave and fucking collected most. Of the I time. know I, I it's so weird, it. right? He's just so I guess chill. I get it. Plus his bedroom. You remember his dope bedroom? Oh yeah, yeah. dude, I would kill for that bedroom as an adult. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Just something. Probably because he was just so like whatever. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I get it. Okay. And the other one makes absolutely no sense. It's just for some reason it was Duke Nukem. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? He's to the king, baby. <laughs> he's he's a walk uh, a walking throbbing dick. He is. You take just all the best '90s movies with like fucking Kurt Russell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and like Sylvester Stallone, and mash them together, and that's. I know. Movie. I don't get yeah. it because that's not at all the type of guy I'm into now, or even then. I think it was just because I played that game so so much 
as a young kid. I mean, it's yeah, a great. You talk about the original Duke Nukem 3D, right? <clears throat> yeah, and Duke Nukem the, the... 64 on the N64. I played the shit out of that. Oh, you had an N64 too? Yeah, well, of course. Uh, but my I... grandma got for me, and she made me leave it over there, so I'd always want to go over there. <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, I was, I always felt like I got um, screwed with the N64 because everyone around me had a PlayStation. So Man. while everyone was like. <laughs> Oh, Final Fantasy VII is so fucking good. Have you done this part? And then I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I got um, <laughs> Mario um, and Star Fox. And Dude, have you played, Star Fox is the bomb. Have you played Quest 64? Like, literally the only RPG besides Zelda on the Nintendo 64? No, no, I never heard of it. Oh, okay, whatever. Fuck <laughs> Final Fantasy 64 was far superior. It, it's, it was fun. I, I loved playing the fact that you could play with four people total yeah instead of that just was two. cool i really like that i i think my parents were they were of that mindset that because they bought me an nes i had a nintendo so they weren't gonna buy me another nintendo whether it was, was like a super for... nintendo or n64 yeah. or gamecube if it had nintendo on it they're like you already got a nintendo, oh, got a nintendo. Sucks. so i ended up with i was the kid with the genesis instead oh, of genesis the super too. nintendo i was just gonna say yeah. that i had the playstation instead of the n64 Aww. you know my, my dad stuff. was like that for a long time but he'd also do he, he kind of expanded it so you get like you know i wanted to get a uh, on one of the consoles of that generation which was uh, a 64 or a playstation or something like that and my dad right. I, we were still on genesis and my dad was like you know, so he goes i don't know where he bought it it must have been like fucking sears or some shit like that and he <laughs> talked to some fucking pizza face nerd who convinced him <laughs> that the 32x was oh, a fucking viable no! a viable christmas gift oh no it was cheaper and it plugged into the thing you already had. That was like, that checked all the boxes for my dad. Like, oh, it's, it's cheaper, better graphics, and it uses the thing I already had. Fucking, let's do it. Oh and so God. we had a, a 32X. And what I is was that? so. Oh. So imagine oh. the Genesis. Okay. Imagine the Genesis. <laughs> okay. The 32X is a, a part. It's it's about this. I don't know how, how big I would say it is, but it's, it's like a it's, tumor that you plug yeah. into the you port. You plug it on into the Genesis. top port where the cartridge would normally go, uh -huh. and it has its own cartridge thing on top with a slightly wider cartridge port. You plug it in, and what it would do is it would take any 16 bit Genesis and bring it up to a, a 32 bit graphic thing oh. and then it put this in heavy games. quotations by the way yeah heavy quotations I, it sounds cool but there was there was a couple games that it that it could run where you were like okay this isn't so bad like you could play doom on the 32x yeah which is pretty cool but, but you couldn't save your game and also what? didn't it have like music <laughs> issues like it was uh it fucked up the music super yeah. bad it, it would mess up the music a little bit uh yeah. 32x games could not run uh in certain conditions um you but the the doom was it was ridiculous because i first started playing i was like okay i could get behind this because i got doom fucking doom but it was like no you're gonna have to somehow somehow get through the entirety of the game of doom all three acts in of one the fucking sitting. game in one sitting because you cannot save your game yep oh no so it's every a, game a... you had to get better and better at speed running the levels you'd already done and then get the shit kicked out of you in a new level back to start. Yep. It sucked. It's like an arcade game too. at that point. 
Um, you guys played the Lion King game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it the like notorious. that? Like you couldn't save? You just had to. Uh, you had passwords. So I didn't. I just fucking like, just hammered it the whole game every time. Right. But I mean, that I game was also way shorter than Doom. True. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I can't I ever imagine finishing Doom, Doom from start to finish in one sitting. I can't even fathom I mean, doing. That. I could probably do it now, like, Ooh. but as a kid, no way. There's, yeah. there's no way. I had a like, Sega I, CD. Wow, really? Oh, I didn't know anybody that had a Sega CD. My my neighbor had a Sega CD, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Did you and have Night that's... Trap? No, I had something called Sewer Sharks. That's all I had. Everyone had Sewer Shark. The only game I had. That I game didn't make any fucking sense. So it was so stupid. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> getting mad we're talking, just thinking about it. We're talking about shitty proprietary stuff on the Genesis. Bear this in mind. They actually came out with some games that were specifically for the Sega CD32X, meaning yeah. you had to own you had to have both, both add-ons. Yeah, and by the it. way, each of those add-ons comes with its own power supply that you have yeah. to plug into the Sega, wall. So the, what are you the doing? big the Sega box, CD the big had boxy its own sideways thing, and then the 32X went into the top. Uh, I knew one person who had both, and it was just this big monstrosity of gaming. And then he also had sega channel what was yeah dude fucking sega channel that was sega channel was amazing actually it's the only cool thing sega did in those early days you basically plugged it was the special adapter that went into either the sega cd or i forget which part of the thing it went into but you ran a coaxial cable right into it and it would use the coaxial cable like we use internet now to access a specific channel on, through through cable where you could play games you would pull down games and you would play games from this this what, what is essentially a, a central server so Whoa. you could play and it was a subscription service that was kind of expensive but you could have sega channel and it well, was, sega like was ahead of its time like sega oh, yeah, was very sega, ahead of its time with, with sega was ahead way ahead of its time remember and, sega dreamcast uh, that thing was way ahead of its time i love the dreamcast yeah, i still have my dreamcast way. I still have my dream. Wow. Case. Wow. That's in my closet. Damn, son. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I still have my Genesis, but yeah. yeah. The Dreamcast, I mean, the ma main reason why why Dreamcast like bit it was because Saturn bit it. So every investor and every third-party game company, they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing a Dreamcast. We're going to beat everybody else. And everyone's like, mm, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how you do. And because everyone had the same fucking attitude of we're going to hang back and see how you do, the Dreamcast had fuck all for games. Yeah. <laughs> so No one was willing to take the, the risk, basically. Yeah, no one wanted to risk it after how badly the Saturn did. Yeah, um, but we we went down a gaming rabbit hole, and I what were we talking about before? <laughs> we were talking about like our fictional characters. Fictional character. Oh god, here's, 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 here's here. I don't know. I don't know how neither of you guys said Laura Croft. You're both and PlayStation she kids. Never, she never um, appealed to me. Yeah, me neither. Ever. That's weird because she's a strong, powerful woman who don't need no man. Well, I think it was because of the polygon tits. Oh, I think that really threw me it, off. Yeah. Uh, um, big, I was, big DSLs too. Like uh, it's not it, for me. I think the, uh, the I wasn't really into the games, but uh. when I eventually did finally get a hold, like I didn't own a PlayStation One until PlayStation Two came out. So oh yeah, okay. For me, my only access to PlayStation stuff was secondhand, or if something went to PC. 
So when Final Fantasy VII finally went to PC, I played that game for three days straight. <laughs> no, like no breaks. I had a three liter bottle of fruit punch soda next to the. <laughs> Hell um, yeah, you did. <laughs> you got it from the from the gas station. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember where we bought that. They shit. used to. <laughs> oh my god, the three liters. God, yes, this just brought back big, a huge part fat, of my childhood. The big fat beefy one. And they and, they're they're always knockoff brands. Yeah, but who cares? Yeah. You know. And I yeah. I had that next to my 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 dad had gone out and this is one of the the fond memories I have my dad from when I was young because I don't have many. Um, he had bought me Final Fantasy VII for the computer we had, and it wouldn't run. So I was miserable, and he went out and actually got a whole new fucking setup for this one game. Wow! And after he did that, I felt like, all right, I got him. I he needs to see me really enjoying this game, and it wasn't <laughs> hard because I really enjoyed the game. But I went in and I played that game for days on end. I didn't eat. I only had the soda, and all my <laughs> friends could just fuck off. I was just like they could just go to hell. It's a good and, game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. It's yeah, really. I good. recent. I recently replayed it, and like as an adult, mm-hmm. and it's got way more to offer as an adult than it does as a kid in sixth or seventh grade. Like, do you get it on Switch? I you can get it um, on uh, Xbox now. Just right off oh. of Xbox Live. I downloaded it and I played it on Xbox. Got a bunch of achievements, things that I had never done in the original. Um, because they were uh, too tedious, like beating Ruby Weapon, like and breeding wow. chocobos and all that. Yeah, shit. like yeah. I I did the chocobo thing once. I never bothered with Ruby Weapon because it seemed like stupid. It was bragging rights for a game that most people had already beaten two years before I even played it. So fucking <laughs> why? But yeah, uh, Tifa was top of the list. <laughs> yeah, she's hot. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go with big titty waifus, she's definitely up there. Uh, I I didn't like her initially, but I mean she grew on me after three days. <laughs> so, dear God. Okay, next next question. All right. <laughs> uh, how did we get here? Uh, Duke Nukem. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, Nukem. it's your fault, Hizzy. It's all your fault. Damn it, it's Duke Nukem. <laughs> okay, let's do a um. Now, we don't know all what these the, next ones are going to be. All, almost all of us. them are kind of in the vein of what the sort of topics we've been talking about, like nostalgia type stuff. Okay. Um, let's do let's do one by Control Z. He asks, what was your favorite cartoon or cartoons when growing up and did it influence your art? Oh, man. There's a lot. I watched a shitload of cartoons as a kid. My favorite cartoon was Ren and Stimpy, but I don't think it influenced my art at all. <laughs> oh, my parents hated uh, that I watched Ren and Stimpy because it grossed them out, and I was just like, no, but it's cool. My, okay, so here's here's a really fucking esoteric one. I don't know if anyone's going to know this one. When I, was, when I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was, maybe first grade, something like that. There was a cartoon called Exo Squad. Dude! Dude, oh my I would God. fucking high five you. Sorry, I got really excited. <laughs> I would, I would high five you so hard right now if I could. Dude, I loved Exo Squad. That was my favorite fucking cartoon when I was a kid. That was the the cartoon. <laughs> Sorry, that, Izzy. That um, I, I also is... like Rocco's Modern Life and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, the men are talking again. Okay. So. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, please continue about Exo Squad. 
um it's it just that's it there is there is a there's a, a strong female character in that one that i thought was cool but everything about that show was <sighs> was rad. was that Cartoon it network it, no it was I don't um what network that was on it was a regular network it was like abc or fox or something like okay. that it came on saturday mornings uh the, oh, you can actually watch there's two seasons of it that's all that exists you can actually yeah. watch it on like hulu it, i think it didn't free. treat kids like they were stupid no and it was actually like there's a lot of politics involved yeah um and it's but about it was... like an alien race meeting human or like cohen co uh cohabitating with humankind and like everyone fights wars in in mech suits yeah but they're so... smaller mechs they're like and they're they all they're like custom configured and all the mech pilots and and the, the... toys were awesome yeah i had so many of those fucking toys dude they're they were so, so cool, awesome i still have one of the toys actually it's because fucking... i was so sold on that on that fucking show that i think that's what opened me up to something like x-men because they got kind of like a similar approach mm-hmm. they, did, they didn't treat kids like they were idiots and the animation style was a lot more like high tier um, I mean, I still liked, you know, your Nicktoons, your Rocco's Modern Life, your uh, uh, Real Monsters, uh, anything Disney Afternoon, like, Hell yeah. you know, Tailspin, uh, Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Uh, I was mostly on cartoon. Nick. I didn't really venture onto those other ones. The Disney ones I lost access to after a certain point because they moved Disney over to like a premium cable service. And we watched Disney like, Saturday nah. morning with like recess and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I feel like I watched I Daria was... as well. Oh, fuck, <laughs> that's, you know that's what? MTV. Yeah, King of the Hill. Still okay. love that. Like, still mm-hmm. fucking love that. But that was when I was a little bit older than when I was watching Renaissance yeah. and Rocco and stuff. But King of the Hill is like one of my all-time favorite shows ever. I didn't like King of the Hill until I did the second watch of it because when I was when it was first coming out with new episodes and shit like that, and Fox was pushing it really hard yeah, same. along with Simpsons. I was like, man, this show's I'm, I don't I don't get it. Same. You know, like, and then like just a few years later, I caught an episode on TV. I was like, man, this is funnier than I remember. Yeah, like, this is same pretty here. good. Damn, so, I love that. Remember yeah. when I drew us all in that style? Hell yeah. Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> that I still remains one day. of the, my favorite things you've ever done to this <laughs> day. Oh. <laughs> I think the I Rick and Morty one was fun too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't just, think any of these cartoons influenced my art at all. Yeah, I, I, I want to say, uh, I mean, my my cartoon input, I don't think anything animated really influenced the way I drew mm-hmm. until anime. Me too. Actually, yeah. Uh, it, uh, once... Before before anime became mainstream here in the states, like I watched all the things you guys are talking about, with the exception of King of the Hill. Like I yeah. watched all the Disney Afternoon shit because it came on we didn't really have cable for a while. So I watched it on like ABC, you know, mm-hmm. when I get off school, um, uh, that kind of shit. It wasn't until we got cable or satellite or wherever the hell we had, um, in middle school. And like before school started, like, uh, every morning I turn on sci-fi and it was back when it was spelled correctly. Oh, and yeah. my mom, loved um, that. they started airing anime in the States yeah. in that early time. Saturday, slot. Saturday anime yeah um oh well in this in this case it was weekdays but it was like 5 a.m um and they started showing robotech and i was like what is this i've never seen anything (laughs) like this oh my god and so i that definitely was an influence but i mean i didn't really start drawing drawing until 
late middle school, early high school. So, I mean, anything before that. I had been drawing since I was two. And mm-hmm. most of what I was drawing was all just like Sonic the Hedgehog. I drew some X-Men, but it was based off of like comics X-Men, not the animation. Sure, yeah. No, that counts. And that counts. I, I had seen Speed Racer, but I, it didn't register as Japanese or anime. And I'd seen, I'd been forced to see Dragon Ball Z, um, which later I really liked Dragon Ball Z. But, you know, at a 5 a.m. time slot, I did not care for it at all. What channel <laughs> was showing that? Uh. F- Fox, I want to say, was showing. Really? It was during the Pioneer dub, like really, really early when they ed- oh. heavily edited fucking everything. There was no blood, no nudity, no nothing. And yeah. so it was really early. The voices were kind of odd and I didn't care for it. But once it kind of moved into a better time slot and Funimation got a hold of it, I, I was more into it. But the first thing I recognized as anime that influenced my art style was Iria. Um, the Zerum animation. Yeah, Zerum and the animation. Yes. That was the first one. And then Armitage the third, Project oh, Echo. Man, yeah. we would have been friends yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Nerdy, I know, nerdy friends. <laughs> I know all the shit you're talking about. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Those were the, the ones that really influenced like my tastes. And I really liked those early ones um, because actually the, they had that cyberpunk flavor. You mm-hmm. know? Did you they ever see that. the second uh, Armitage movie? polymatrix yeah yeah i I was impressed with the animation on that yeah Yeah. they really upped their game with the animation but the voices went way downhill yeah they did (laughs) (laughs) oh and fun fact the there's a voice actor that does a voice in the second movie that is the voice of jar jar binks and it's the same fucking voice oh my oh wow that was before jar jar Oof. yeah i was like oh you went on to do interesting things yeah so we can i'm sure we could probably dutch rudder each other over early anime <laughs> all day but i don't uh, want to cut hizzy out of the conversation she's got more questions to ambush yeah i'm sorry with. hizzy we're yeah. no it's totally fine i'm happy that you guys are talking <laughs> i just can't relate because i didn't really watch anime i thought it was lame <laughs> for nerds Honestly, she would have stuffed girl, us in lockers most girls did back in that time <laughs> She would stuffed us in lockers back then. But I did love, I did love Ghibli films back then, and the only one I had seen at that mm. age was Nausicaa. But I saw like this bootlegged version that was called Warriors of the Wind, oh, and yeah. I loved it. Like I loved cool. that shit. Yeah. And then later on in my life, I realized that it was bootlegged, and I watched the original version. I loved it even more. So I was like, mm. Was that, that the first uh, Studio Ghibli film you've seen? Yeah. And I didn't even know what any of that meant. I didn't know what a Ghibli was. I didn't know what this, I didn't <laughs> What's know a Ghibli. Like yeah, like I was like, I, I like this movie because I'm I weird wanna... and I love bugs and I love this girl and I want to be this girl when I grow up. I want to cool. say Nausicaa was maybe one of my wife's f- first ones, like somewhere towards the beginning. I want to say that was probably one of her first too. I was I was at a friend's house. It was early high school, and um, they were into anime. That was when anime was finally becoming a term and they were just like, yeah, we're having a movie night. Come on over. And I'm like, okay. So they were showing, you know, fucking like sailor moon and stuff. Cause there's a whole bunch of girls there. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then they showed princess Mononoke. Mm. And that was the first Mm. Studio Ghibli film I'd seen. I was like, that was the first big one for me too. Yeah. Yeah. To to this day, like that is fucking, that's an amazing Mm. movie. The first one always holds a special place in your heart. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, okay. okay. Anyway, uh, we probably don't have time to get through all these at this rate. We'll just do one or two more. We could do one or two more. It's, Let's it's do fine. the one that has kind of been in relation to this by Fuerto. He said, 
Do you agree with the sentiment that most cartoons being released today are getting worse in terms of quality, or is that just people's nostalgia talking? That's nostalgia. There's great cartoons Ooh. that exist today. Well, like I know. Fucking Amazing World of Gumball. That that show's wonderful. It's so funny. So, uh, I yeah. think. Look at Rick and Morty. Of, it's so good. Yeah. I Adventure Time. Current... I love Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. I love Adventure Time. I fucking absolutely love Adventure yeah. Time. Uh, I think it's I think a, talking for sure. a lot of current animation. Well, I, I think people have different values for when it comes to animation is some people want to see uh, a lot of action or movement or a lot of re- extra rendering with animation. But a lot of animation right now is focused on its writing, which is yeah. funny because that was the one of the things that anime leaned on for a long time because they would have really conservative shots where characters would just be standing there their mouth would be moving yep. or an action well, shot would have just action lines and not a lot of movement yeah. but the story drew people in but also well, now, nowadays there's not a lot of frame by frame animation anymore at all yeah um and the the strength is really in their scripting in their not if it's not the story then it's the jokes or the setup or or whatever and but a lot of the actual art or the style or whatever um i do feel like there is a a a little bit of truth to the fact that it does feel a little bit lazier and there is sort of a kernel of truth to that supposed like cal arts style that dominates everything well okay but i mean just a small amount think back to the 80s and early 90s i mean even there were episodes of ninja turtles that I was just like, boy, that was lazy. And I was a kid, and I noticed. You know, like, fucking Biker Biker Mice from Mars and Street Sharks and all those weird, (gasps) doofy... Yeah, all those weird, doofy things. Like, yeah, we all loved them, but you didn't watch them If you go back and watch them now, they're not great. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's there's one one that holds up fairly well. Run and Stimpy. It's Run and Stimpy. (laughs) Ghostbusters. (laughs) The real uh, Ghostbusters. It, yeah. It's okay. I mean, even then, though, like, there are... I remember moments of that show where I was like, okay, yeah. you could have done a little bit more yeah. of well, that. You've got some parts where they're phoning it in, but then you've got some other parts where you're like, you would never... See, like, you can see where they put effort into certain parts and then slacked off on the others. Sure, sure, Spe- absolutely. But it, Speaking hmm? go, of, go. like, this same topic and stuff that holds up or doesn't when you go back and watch it again, Rocco also is one of these that I think holds up because back then I didn't understand a lot of the more adult humor that that show had until now that I watch it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's oh, a lot man. of it. And it's like, yeah, really, it's like, it hits you hard. And it's like, whoa, mm. they showed this to kids? Yeah. <laughs> I can, I totally get why my mom was like, what yeah. did he just say? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, he, he, <laughs> Talking dingo. Fucking knows. Yeah, All of me. Like, yeah, like know. a lot of the uh, the misconception that animation is lazier now like it really depends on what they're comparing it against because i mean if you're if you're taking a show like you know, fucking uncle grandpa or some nonsense like that and comparing it against akira sorry yeah. nothing's gonna hold a candle to akira that's super like, unfair you i feel know? like animation is more specialized now because there's yeah. a lot of different outlets to get it. So it's not like it was in the 80s or 90s. 80s, they were basically just trying to sell you toys. So of it course. had to have a general appeal to the most amount of kids possible. Mm-hmm. The 90s, a little less so. They were starting to experiment at Nickelodeon. And then 
you started getting it's just ubiquitous everywhere and things get specialized so it's like oh you want something that's like an action like high adventure that you're going to be going to anime you want something that's like crazy 3d production quality well disney and pixar are cornering that you Mm -hmm. want something that's going to really make you laugh that's going to be the simpler animated stuff and one of the things i learned when i was in school was that that hyper realistic rendering kind of stuff like for i'll just use video game example skyrim right sure where everything is covered in dirt you know and it's it gritty um the problem with those things that that a lot of animators and game designers and modelers have is that when you try to make it realistic after a very short period of time it starts to not hold up but if you make a character that has a basic shape like like Arnold from Hey Arnold, it doesn't matter how much time passes, that kid still holds up because he was designed on purpose not to resemble reality. Yeah, he, he's yes. got the football yeah. head. He's got yeah, a strong so, silhouette. So yeah, so he holds up better than something that's supposed to be hyper-realistic. And then a lot of animators that I was going to school with and who were teaching were burnt out on hyper-realism. Uh, even my texturing teacher, who was... Um, working at uh, gearbox at the time on uh, borderlands and shit had no interest in doing texture shit that just added layers of dirt and grime to things he was good at it but he didn't want to do it anymore they wanted to do cartoons that had candy colors and that had simple but strong silhouettes and they all wanted to do these things that like that that were more um that could hold up over time and not get this sort of like effect that you get with realism where it almost like it almost decays <laughs> you know like it just doesn't like you mm-hmm. go back and you play some of these games or you watch something that really shot for realism like if you look at final fantasy spirits within Oof. ouch don't get me started man <laughs> I can fill a whole podcast with my feelings about Spirits Within. Right? But, I mean, (sighs) there's a reason why that one just rotted basically on the vine, but then Final Fantasy VII still is something that people will go back and play right now. Well, in that vein, how do you feel about, like, shows like Reboot? Because, like, they tried doing a semi-realistic thing with that, and, like, I remember when it it was out, when it was new and fresh— even mm-hmm. then, I was like, this seems dated somehow, even though it's new. <laughs> it came hot off the presses, uh, already irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I feel bad saying that, because I know there's a lot of diehard reboot fans out there, and that's yeah. fine. But, like, I can't, wa- I can't make myself sit down and watch it even now, because I'm just mm-hmm. like, the, the art just bothers me so mm-hmm. bad. It's like yeah. watching that uh fucking dire straits music video you know if you know the one i'm talking about yeah yeah but yeah i don't know sometimes yeah. it works sometimes it doesn't yeah, I, yeah, I think anyways I think anyways okay. 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 <laughs> this is over i'm sorry we, you guys could talk forever i love Hizzy that you're talking hates, a lot though Izzy just hates reboot no i don't know <laughs> what that is confirmed but... everybody blow up her twitter mentions Izzy hates reboot i don't know what that is wait you what you don't know what reboot is? No. You're right. You've seen reboot. Fine. What is it? If it's 3D, it's not great. 3D. It's, it's bad. It's actually it should be our mentions that get blown up for this because we're talking <laughs> shit about <laughs> about a. a I'll send you favorite. a screenshot at some point, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that." Yeah. Nah, I don't care. Either that, or she's Was just gonna be like, "Was this the Resident Evil thing?" 
No. No. no okay. It's, okay. It's, I'm not it's sure literally just it. called reboot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not familiar. Yeah. But um. Yeah. No. Anyways, we pretty much have time for just one more. If that's, that's okay. fine. That's fine. That's All right. Fine. Hit me. Hit me. Okay. What you got? It's not <laughs> about cartoons. It's uh, actually about something more relevant to us. Okay. So Red Cal X asks. Oftentimes, you guys. He's talking about me right now. Oftentimes oh. you guys talk about the negative aspects of being a porn artist. <laughs> but what are some of the positive aspects of it? Hey! <laughs> hey! Something positive. I have On one. Oh. Um, drawing porn stuff really makes it hard to hide your, your like low knowledge about anatomy and things like that so it kind of like jump-started my ability and need to get better at anatomy and understand mm -hmm. it and stuff like that and it forces you to learn that skill exactly because you can't it, yeah not. <laughs> and it's still even really hard like drawing two characters interacting to me is still so hard like mm -hmm. it is hard it is yeah Drawing so solo characters is so much easier than drawing oh, them yeah. together. If well, I if I draw yeah. characters together, I feel like I can get uh, it technically correct. Like, oh, this theoretically works correctly, <laughs> but the gesture is, is off gone. It's lost because you're trying to fit these characters into the same space. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? you're, you're, it's, it's the right. equivalent of taking like fucking for me. It, it's trying to take a, a square shape and fit it into a circle hole like yeah. can you do it yeah if you try hard enough but it might not look right in the end so that's so. mine it it made me a, a better yeah. artist in that sense a lot faster cool. i think than if i was drawing like anime girls with mm. big fluffy dresses and just feet poking out the bottom yeah because <laughs> i was doing I like that it. for a long time <laughs> did a lot of that i really like this question because i was thinking about something along these lines the other day because um not a lot of people know this, but I kind of have like a bit of a salty attitude towards uh, like cosplay, like cam girls or e-girls, whatever they're calling themselves right now. Mm -hmm. I have a sort of a salty attitude towards them uh -oh. um, because they basically put on like lazy cosplay and then just hammer one out in front of the camera and, and collect a payday. And for me, I always thought that our area, what we do, did so well because we were the ones who could take those characters that you you know i'm attracted to this character you know or going back to that earlier question and as an artist you can be like all right there go the clothes now let's just get her with a dick like you could do anything <laughs> you can do anything with it you can you can create crazy ass shit you can do like you can do things that real porn cannot do you know you can be like i have a crazy succubus character i've got i've got this weird uh monster character has multiple dicks you know huge boobs that are completely impossible you know just not possible um yeah. you can create your own things you can take a, a a character that people love and put them in a new you know uh erotic situation i get and i, I get, get what you mean i get frustrated with yeah. sorry to cut you off but i get really frustrated with those lazy cosplays too but every now and then there's mm -hmm. a really good one and i'm just like yes yeah. 
you can totally yes, tell when, when someone really put the work in yeah. for it. <laughs> like, and I really like them, but there's so many of them that are just kind of like, hey, I bought this thing online, put on a hat, and then, you know. I, I went to Spandex Party City suit. and I, <laughs> yeah, I, I spent exactly. $10 on this thing at Party City and here I am. Yeah. But I, I, it kind of sponges a little bit of our of our shine a little bit off a little bit. And I'm I'm salty about it, and I'm biased, and it's not a fair assessment. Yeah. I know it's just something I feel. It's just a petty thing we can admit. It's it's really petty, and um, <laughs> but the thing I've always liked about what what we do is that we can we can go into into territory and into realms that that porn just normal porn cannot do. We can do fantasy, we can do sci-fi, we can do weird, crazy, gender bending stuff, monsters, all that stuff, and you can create situations that just cannot be recreated anywhere else i like that I yeah love that. I that's my favorite that. thing about it nice i like that i'm in agreement there cool what about you flux um sort of along that line um just the idea that whatever you draw doesn't have to adhere to the laws of reality so you know not not only can you create these extra realms and shit but i mean organs who needs those you know you can just fucking fill up a girl with dick and it's fine she'll be fine you know (laughs) um like god some of the things i've seen on the internet i'm like well that would kill a human being but you know in porn land anything's fine like um you know girl gets banged by 50 orcs or something (laughs) oh god how many stds did she get none because it's fucking anime and it's fine and everything's cool so, uh, I mean, that's hell. That's partially the reason I like the world that I built. Go- going back to that earlier topic, like the whole Port of Aunt thing where sexuality is just anything goes. You can't have that in real life. The logistics alone would be terrible. There'd be a <laughs> lot of bad shit going around with mm-hmm. that kind of society. Yeah, but, oh, you yeah. know, anime land, everything's cool. It's, everything's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I like the freedom that it brings. I like that question. Me like, too. Yeah. That was a good one. And uh, I spend a lot of time on here, like, shitting all over it because I'm just so burned out, and that's not a good look, even though I try to be honest and real. But there are sure, good things. Yeah. There are good things about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not all doom and gloom, guys. No, it's so. it's just me. It's just grumpy old hizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. In any profession, I feel like after you do it long enough, it's hard not to get jaded. Especially and... when you don't ever get to take a break. That's the that's the real kick in the ass because yeah. I've never missed a side update since. You know, it, this is probably a topic for a future podcast, but I'll really, I'll, I'll really briefly mention it. Like, ever since being in this industry, and I've been in several, um, I've never come across another industry that has so many people experiencing burnout and depression and like the need Mm -hmm. to get away more than the creative industry oh yeah like Like, content creation yeah like content of any kind whether you're a writer 3d arts music any of that like i've been in corporate jobs in a fucking cubicle and people weren't as depressed as you know people in this industry and now that i'm in it i'm like yeah i get get it it. (laughs) you gotta take fucking breaks you gotta have like self-care and all that shit like i know it sounds corny to some people and, and and whatever because oh our life is so hard we draw porn but like <laughs> it does have moments where i'm like what the fuck am i doing you know like yeah. is this going to pay my rent next month is it how long mm-hmm. do i have before you know people stop caring and it's mm-hmm. just a constant thing 
that's in the background and you t- you have to learn to live with it you know and that's tough that's that's it is it gets it's... very draining you know yeah so uh if you're if you're a creator out there and you're listening to this like take a break fucking take vacation go do something go get a hobby or something like anything to to break it up a little bit and not drive yourself crazy it's it's kind of important for me it's not burnout that i experience because okay. for me i i mean i do get burnout sometimes where i've just been worked ragged and like and i just but it's not like for me it was way worse when i was in retail okay. and when i was in retail it was always like oh it, it was always constantly i had was being held to account for things i cannot control so mm-hmm. how many uh, extra little things did you sell with that laptop? Oh, not many. Well, now you're on in the fucking doghouse. Like, who fucking cares? You know, it would always be like metrics, sales, things like that. And it was always terrible. And okay. it was like that every retail job I had. I'd get in and it would be a real chill, laid back place for about two or three weeks. And then new management would come in and suddenly metrics, metrics, metrics. And I hated that. My problem with creative stuff is i have to have trouble unplugging from it um so i always feel like i have to be dialed in and looking at things and seeing what people are saying do all this other shit and i have trouble like when i went away while we were having our our baby and i'm like i have i have trouble like putting the phone down and leaving it and yeah. not checking in on things not doing other stuff and i didn't even have an excuse this time because i cleared my commissions I had set all my affairs in order. We had the money to coast through. We, we, everything was set. I had actually, all my planning had paid off and we were good. I was effectively on vacation for two weeks and I still was having trouble, like me not too. thinking about work. Yeah. Well, I think we all, I think, I think <laughs> Same we thing all happened to do me. that. Yeah. I tried taking a break last year. Fucking nope. <laughs> What's I can break? get, I can get through about two to three days before I start worrying and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't done art in three days. Oh, oh no. You know, mm-hmm. like, why aren't I drawing right now? Instead of playing this video game, which I've earned the time to play this video game by getting all my shit done for the week or the month or whatever, like, no, I still feel that guilt. You know, like, I should be working right now. Yeah, it's worse than Catholic it. guilt, actually. It's, <laughs> it's like in the same, same vein. Yeah bad gotta ignore that voice sometimes just yeah for me i need to get away from my house and my desk and the place where i live and work because that's your work becomes where you live and it becomes where you sleep so it's like impossible Mm -hmm. to take you have that pre-association yeah it's impossible to take a break while you're at home you got to get somewhere else that's the only time i feel fully at rest I have to put all my work in a different room. There was a period in Oregon where I was working out of the room that I slept in, and it was, I was losing days at a time just to the constant fugue state of yep, wake up, that's go to me. work, go to sleep. That's and me too. I, I still work in the room yeah, I, I sleep in. My oh, desk man, is too, too, not even it's too, terrible. it's a foot from my bed. As soon as I separated the rooms where these activities occur, I started sleeping better, and I started um, gaining back time like i felt like my days were were returned to me i didn't feel like i was in this constant uh cycle or uh, uh, a slog you know yeah i, I have to keep as soon them as i separate. have the ability that's the first thing i do oh yeah oh yeah like set up in a closet if you gotta 
<laughs> I have a total of two rooms and a bathroom in my entire house. And one of those rooms is my bedroom. So I Oof. don't have many choices as yeah, far as where we, my desk goes. We're cramped here. Yeah. Not everyone but, yeah, has a big first... old beautiful house, Ren. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a garage. I'm actually going to, this summer... I'm Fuck you! <laughs> you son Con of a bitch. Converting. Can I live in hey, the garage? Hey, look. Yeah, if you want to come out here and live in the garage, we will get that set up for you. We'll get it all, like, ready to go. It's a four-car garage. It's... Damn! I only own, I only have one car. <laughs> so there's plenty of room. Plenty of space. So you, could, you could sleep in that car in yeah. the garage and then work outside of the car. New roommate. Dodge yeah, Caravan. So I, <laughs> What's up, I had Dodge? my whole I had my whole gaming setup out there for a while. I had tables, I had the shelves and everything like that. We we brought it in because it get you know, it was a little too cold, but we're gonna be outfitting it with some insulation and shit. It's gonna be nice. Nice. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the last yeah. question I think we have time for. Cool. It, it was a good one. I'm glad we ended on that one. Yeah, I did like that one. It was good. Damn, we've gone for a long one this time around. Cool. Oh, that's what happens when you're with super best friends. That's what happens <laughs> when you're with Spider Dan. Yeah. Spider Dan. Oh, that's. I didn't tell that story here, but I'll tell it another time. People will. will oh, damn it! That's right. Fuck. It. Yeah. Sorry. We'll have you. We'll have you on more. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. So people can ask about it. Put it in the que in the questions, people. Yeah. Right. Ask about Spider Dan. <laughs> Until then, you just have to you just have to sit there and wonder yep. what you possibly mean. Yep. All right, yeah, guys. You. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Ren. Thank you for being on as our guest. I loved it. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Take care. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>